Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Resilient Leaders Podcast, where we're convinced that being resilient as a leader is not simply a good idea. It's absolutely required in the world that we live in. I'm J.R. Briggs, your podcast host and founder of Kairos Partnerships. Thanks to our longtime faithful listeners, and for those of you who are first-time listeners or new listeners, welcome. This podcast has one sole purpose, to equip you so that you can flourish in leadership even when everything around you seems to be changing. Well, as leaders, you've experienced a big moment at times, right? An inflection point in your leadership. You've come to a crossroads at some point. We face them often, big and small. That's what we call Kairos moments. And we, we call that a Kairos partnerships because we want to partner with leaders when they're experiencing these inflection points, these Kairos moments. And of course, Kairos is one of the Greek words for time that's measured more in moments than in minutes. It leaves a mark on you as the potential has, it has the potential to make you bitter or better, but it never leaves you the same. And when leaders steward Kairos moments poorly, everyone suffers. But the good news is that when leaders steward Kairos moments well, everybody wins, everybody. We continue to believe that coming alongside of leaders to support, encourage, equip, and empower them in these Kairos moments is our most sacred calling. But stewarding a Kairos moment doesn't end when that big moment ends. What do I mean by that? Let me give you some examples. We, we have all seen certain leaders rise to the occasion, flourish in the big moment, come through in the clutch in extraordinary ways, on the battlefield, in a national crisis, in a situation that seemed dire. That's why they get all the attention, right? Again, Kairos moments, shaping moments that leave an indelible mark on their lives and the lives of others around them. But what I have been exploring the last several months is what happens in leaders right after these moments occur, then what? And here's what I've found. As I read about other leaders from afar and I coach leaders up close, what I've found is that often what happens after the big moment is just as important, sometimes more important as what happened in the big moment. And I have to tell you, I'm worried about leaders right now, maybe more so than during the intense months of 2020 during the pandemic. Why? Because we were all running on adrenaline. Anyone can run on adrenaline for a bit. Most leaders do. But you can't run on adrenaline forever. Eventually, it catches up with you. Let's be a little bit more specific. You can't run on adrenaline for three or four or five years or more. And there are some leaders that started running on adrenaline during the pandemic, understandably so, that have never gotten off the adrenaline treadmill. And because of that, many of those leaders, their adrenaline glands are shot. They are exhausted, but the adrenaline addiction has been so normalized, it doesn't feel like an addiction because they're used to it. And the exhaustion sets in, and when exhaustion sets in, guess what? Poor decisions are made. And when leaders make poor decisions, it hurts everybody. Now think about it. Here are a couple more examples here. Think about star NFL players. When they retire and they end up declaring bankruptcy and several find themselves homeless. And we say, how can this be? Or high-powered CEO of a large company retires after years of adrenaline-pumping leadership. And then they go golf and find themselves purposeless and aimless. A leader I know puts on an annual conference. 
and he and his team work long days for about two weeks leading up to the event. The week of the event, the team exerts themselves to the point of absolute exhaustion, and the event is amazing, top-notch, high quality. People love it. But when it is all said and done, I said to him after one of the, one of the conferences that he finished, I said, I bet you're really looking forward to some rest the next few days. You deserve it. And he looked at me and he said, oh, I can't rest. There's too much to do. My to-do list is overwhelming right now. I can't afford to stop or I'll fall behind. When I heard that in this leader, I thought, oh, no. Now we are near the danger zone. Why? Because we haven't considered what to do after the big moment. Now, recently, I listened to a podcast interview that was fascinating of a guy named Bob Bowman. Now, you may remember that name. Bob Bowman is the current Arizona State University swimming coach, and he's the former USA Olympic men's swimming coach who coached Michael Phelps in the Olympics. You may remember Michael Phelps, one of the most decorated Olympians in history, getting in trouble with the law, being arrested on DUI charges, not once, but twice. And many people asked, how could you do that after being at the top of your game, at the top of the sports world? Now, I'm not here to beat up Mr. Phelps, but I found the interview with his coach, Bob Bowman, to be so interesting. He said he and Michael put a rigid and regimented plan together to train for the Olympics for years to reach his goal of winning several gold medals, which he achieved in spectacular fashion. But then what? He crashed and burned. And his coach in the interview said this. He said, we worked so hard for the goal of the Olympics, putting together a plan that we stuck to for years. But what we didn't do is put together a plan of what to do after the Olympics were over. And then he said this, I failed Michael in that way. He had no plan or no goal for what happened or what they would do when they got on the plane and flew home after the closing ceremonies. And right after his big Kairos moment, right after his glorious moment in the Olympics, Phelps crashed and burned. Of course, you and I probably won't be going to the Olympics, although I did date a girl in college who later went on to compete for the U.S. in the Olympics. But the principles still apply here. Your Kairos moment could be planned an event you've been planning for for several months, a goal you've been working on for years, or a retirement you've worked hard to prepare for. Or your Kairos moment could be unplanned, like a pandemic or a health issue or a tragedy or a crisis that pops up. But what happens after that big moment in your life, leader? What happens after that goal is reached or that challenge is overcome? What happens next? What happens the day after that? How will you respond or how do you respond? How did you respond? Will you press in and prepare or will you crash and burn? By the way, the response doesn't always mean doing more or working harder. In fact, maybe the healthiest thing you could do is to do less or maybe nothing at all after your big moment so that you can replenish, so you can let your adrenaline glands get the rest they need. You see, you either choose rest or your body and mind will choose it for you. Those are your options. So leader, what do you do in those Kairos moment matters? What do you do, leaders, after the big moment? 
Because what you do really does matter in the Kairos moment, but it also matters what you do right after that Kairos moment. Don't neglect thinking through what you need to do after the big moment is done. And oftentimes the answer to that is very simply the three R's, rest, reflection, replenishment. Whether it's a crisis, whether it's unplanned, or whether it's something you've been uh, pulling for, planning for, moving toward for the last year or several years, schedule in time as a part of your plan after the big moment for rest, reflection, and replenishment. Well, thanks for joining me today. And muchas gracias to Joel Limbowen at Onalim Productions, who produces all of the episodes of this podcast. If you have video or production podcast needs, um, Joel helps to tell your story in clear and compelling ways. Visit his website at onalimproductions.com, or you can visit the show notes to learn more. Leaders, be faithful, available, teachable, and hungry. Keep leaning in and learning. And remember, stewardship is not just about stewarding the big moment. It also includes what happens after the big moment. So leaders schedule in rest, reflection, and replenishment. Have a great day.